0: Welcome to Mindset Talk Uh, with me, your host, Jabu Zwani. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I just wanted to talk this morning about uh, relationships. There's a thought that I've been having in my mind, but it's also a thought that is connected to some of the sessions that I do on relationships. And I just uh, wanted to share this uh, with you folks this morning because I thought, hey, you know what? Uh, Why not? Why not? Because I see that you know the topic of relationship obviously is so central to who we are as people, right? It's central to who we are as people, it makes up such, such an important part of um, our identity, our peace of mind, uh, sort of the life that we get to live, the quality of life that we get to live as it is connected to the person that we are with, as it is connected to the what we are building together, as it is connected to what we are becoming together. You know, I think um, you know, a lot of the emotional grief that people experience in life are deeply connected to the relationships that they have, the types of relationships that they have with people, the type of people in terms of personality, in terms of character, in terms of uh, belief systems, in terms of mindsets and attitudes and perspective of the people that, that, that they are with. And so I thought about just sharing this with us this morning. And I want to start off with, in a very simple way. Are central to really every question of uh, relationship are a few questions. and uh, the quick questions are in the following. The first one is always about the question of do I matter, right? Do I matter? Like in other words, uh, am I important? Do I have value? And, uh, and then the second question of that is uh, to whom? To whom do I matter? Who is it that uh, finds value in me? Who is it that I am valuable to? In other words, uh, so a child obviously is valuable to their parents because they're the child and the parents are valuable to the parents, to, to the child for the same reasons. Now the third question is that uh, why do I matter? So in other words that child starts asking them a question other than the fact that my parents love me because I am their child, why? what else do I matter for? Do I only matter purely because I'm their child or do I matter because I'm a human being? Do I matter because I have my own thoughts, I have my own uh, desires, I have my own goals, and at that point where the child has grown to the point where they can make their own decisions, they start asking them this que- themselves these questions, but in a romantic setting, we ask this question, okay, so do I matter, obviously, to my boyfriend or to my partner or to my, ma- to my wife or my husband or girlfriend, uh, I matter, and... Um, A matter in a romantic sense. But I start asking myself these questions. Once I know this person likes me and we've been together, kind of like each other, we start asking the question about why do I matter? Why do I matter? And that's a question of um, significance. And that's a question of contribution. And I'll talk about that just now. And then the last one then is if that is what I have determined, for example, that that's why I matter, is that how I want to matter? Now, let's take another example of the romantic relationship if uh, let's say a woman is very beautiful and it would seem that uh, central to the conversation to pretty much everything that they, how the wife or so the husband says about the woman is always about the beauty. Then the woman starts asking himself this question, is that the only reason why I met her? Another typical example would then be if uh, um, you know, whenever a woman opens her mouth, or a wife opens her mouth about her husband, she only mentions, the, the things she has, maybe the money that she has, or maybe the job that this man has, and and uh, there really isn't anything much about character, about intelligence, about uh, maybe belief systems that bring them back, that, that they have in common. Then the husband also starts asking himself this question, do I only matter for the things that I have? I remember... A conversation or not conversation a, a, an article that I read once about the founder of this game Minecraft um, where they asked him like what is the how much has your life changed since you sold Minecraft because remember Minecraft was bought by Microsoft I think it was for 3.2 billion rand no 3.2 billion dollars so yeah about 3, $3 billion dollars and he said you know what um, my life has not gotten I'm not happier Because I find myself constantly asking this question, are people with me because of who I am as a person or are they with me because of my money? And I do remember that. And there are quite a few of my clients also who are wealthy who also tend to be quite weary of people who are always hanging around them, who are overly praising, who are overly nice to them, and obviously who also just give them a call only when they need something. This becomes a problem like, okay, wow, do I only matter for my money? And we also have this kind of struggle as well uh, with uh, a lot of the uh, previously disadvantaged people, of course, whom predominantly are black in South Africa. We have this thing that is called black tax, right? uh, but basically what that means is that because of what had happened in the apartheid, a lot of us are finding ourselves having to still support our families to try and get them because of, because of the, the gaps of, um, of income. And so then you find yourself burdened when you're trying to build your own life, maybe try to get married, try to have kids and have have your own house. Find that you're having to seriously consider the dynamic of still having to help your family. And then if it so happens that, for example, that uh, maybe they're not very sensitive to your own needs as a person and they're constantly asking for money, then you start asking yourself that question again. Do I matter? Is that how I want to matter? And when that question is asked, uh, another set of questions also begins to unfold. And those ones then is that, uh, if that is what do I matter, why, what is my impact? Because the question of significance now becomes a question of significance. What is my impact? Am I only impacting them financially? Do they give me an ear when I've got a counsel to give? Do they listen to my niece and hear where my struggles are, let's say if you're in a relationship and you, f- you find that you are with a person that is not sensitive to your own emotional state sometimes, your own emotional needs and maybe just only wants their emotional needs to be always attended to, to be always to the ones that matter but uh, whenever you find you know you, you having to express yourself or maybe you want to say some things about your own situation then it becomes a problem more Maybe there doesn't seem to be room for that to happen. And um, along with that as well, we ask ourselves this question about what is my impact? Like, okay, what is my role in this person's life? What is my impact? in them? what is my contribution? Am I helping them to become a better person? Am I helping to give them security? Am I helping to give them comfort? Am I contributing to their happiness, to their joy? Am I contributing to their future in any way? Alright, and if um, that is perhaps what I'm doing, then I, you know, as a, let's say for for me as a a father, sometimes I ask myself this question Am I really passing on the wisdom that I have to my children the best way that I can? Am I loving them the best way that I can? And um, if not, then how how else can I do it? Alright, so a question of, of, of significance is always about that then. Is that what I want to metaphor? And if that's what I want to metaphor, how can I improve upon it? And then the other set of questions that we always ask ourselves in relationships are, you know, what am I? It's about around the issues of needs. What are my needs? Are my needs being met? What is the person that I'm with? What is their needs? Am I meeting their needs? Um, Should I be meeting their needs? What? What are in the in the in the in the scope of their needs? Which ones are mine to fulfill? and which ones are not mine to fulfill. And you know, there's this idea that people, uh, we're supposed to uh, make each other happy. Yes, we should strive to at least, at the very least, not to you know, take each other off and to make each other upset and to make each other unhappy and to make each other's lives miserable. But I think sometimes the burden to try to make someone happy is such a massive burden and uh, sometimes a very challenging one. Uh, because sometimes some people are not uh, disp- are not pos- postured in their minds to be happy. And if they're not postured in their minds to be happy, there's nothing much you can do to make them happy. Because oftentimes you know, uh, happiness is about is a perception. happiness Happiness is a state of mind. Happiness is a mindset that if you see life in a certain way, you'd find that you experience far less grief. And then you are far more open to, you know, enjoying life, to laughing at life, to having a good time. But if you are in this constant state of negativity, where you are perhaps, uh, you know, uh, where you are always like worried about what's going on, you know, like you are worried about uh, all the negative things that are going on, and you see life only through a certain negative lens, you're only seeing it from a point of threat. You're only seeing it from a point of risk you're always trying to avoid whatever it is that is not supposed to be in your life that you think shouldn't be in life you're always trying to eliminate people that you think shouldn't be in your life you're always trying to eliminate activities and behaviors of people that you think people shouldn't you know do in front of you and you find that then you're starting to regulate relationships on these do's and don'ts and if you do then get out and if you don't well you stay you know if you don't if you do this, then I'm not happy with you. Or if you do this, I'm happy with you. And if you don't do this, then don't bother being with me. And if you do that, maybe you know, uh, then don't don't bother being in my in my life. And so we find that then you have to start having these transactional relationships with people where it's about okay, if my needs are not being fulfilled by you, then you're done. Then the people start asking themselves, and what do I what do I matter? What do you matter in your life? Do we only matter to help you? Do you only matter to listen to what you have to say? Do you only matter to validate your opinions? Do you only matter to validate your emotions? Do you only matter to validate your dream? Do you not have any kind of reciprocal obligation then to do the same thing for us? And if you don't do the same thing for us, then you find that at some point, when people do find the degree of independence and strength to uh, to realize, that, hey, you know what, I don't need this kind of situation, then they walk, then they leave, then they decide, I'm not, I'm done, I can't stay in this kind of relationship. And so that's what I wanted to just basically share with us. Like, you know what? I mean, there's a central to every relationship. There's always a question of what, do I matter? And then what is my contribution in the relationship? And what am I getting from the relationship? And uh, um, how does the relationship treat me? Am I valued in the relationship? Am I significant in the relationship? And what are my needs? So what am I, my needs being fulfilled? Am I fulfilling the needs? And if the person makes maybe their needs very clear to me, can I fulfill those particular needs? So do I have the capacity to fulfill those needs? Do I? Do I think that it is okay uh, in terms of my own beliefs, in terms of my own values, in terms of my own principles to be living in a relationship or stay in a relationship where I have to fulfill those kind of needs? You know, we have these uh, expectations often typically of uh, financial support and financial providence uh, from men to women. And then the men and, uh, they have this, uh, you know... Uh, default or sort of like this uh, normal expectation that women then should then submit and respect and honor them because of the providing those things and they become transactional is becoming a massive problem these days. It's becoming a massive problem these days, where women have their own money, where women have their own areas and places and spheres of influence and significance where they are the leaders themselves, like in the workplace, for example. And uh, where they, uh, you know, they kind of needing us men to be there for them in a different way. No longer like we used to before, where it was just very clear that um, all you had to do as a man is be successful, always have, you know, have a bit of money, have some kind of position of influence, prove, you know, sort of show a level, a certain level or degree of intelligence, be funny. And of course, you know, um, sometimes the physical appearance used to feature in that. But now that the tables have turned, now that the tables have not really turned, but things have changed, let me just say rather say things have changed. Women are successful, so they don't necessarily a lot of them don't necessarily need men from a point of supporting them financially. Women also have proven themselves to be quite intelligent. So with the the involvement of women in the workplace, in, in academia, in education, in uh, leadership, in many respects, so then women also then hold certain positions of influence and significance any longer. So that is no longer a uh, something that is ex- ex- left only or exclusive to men as a way of proving and validating them. And so now you have this situation where okay, a woman is able to get for themselves these things that men used to be sort of like uh, entrusted with, and it was a way of uh, you know, um, giving them value or giving them significance. Then. What makes men significant in women's lives? How do we balance that? And then it becomes a question of, okay, what are we building together? Who's bringing what to the table? Who has what? How do we renegotiate the landscape of relationships, especially the landscape of marriage? How do we restructure that in such a way that we can build what works for us between a man and a woman in a marriage how do we structure that and this is an ongoing conversation because it's not going to look the same for everybody it's going to be different for different people because we all come from different backgrounds we all have different beliefs we all also have different principles and values and it will not may not necessarily look the same but the most important thing I suppose about every relationship is that there's gotta be a degree of comfort in a relationship. There's gotta be a degree of peace in a relationship. That is not to say that there won't be any conflict, there will be, but conflict in itself does not necessarily mean grief it doesn't always have to translate into grief. It could just be an opportunity then to renegotiate and to reevaluate where there is no connection, where is it that the values are not are not matching and then whether those can be Adjusted or looked at differently, and if there is uh you know a breaking or there's a deal breaker within those values, then of course and you know be mature enough to decide that this is not the way to go. But there's got to be a degree. There's got to be enjoyment in the relationship. I believe there's got to be enjoyment, and that of course includes then happiness. There's got to be pleasure, and that includes that means having fun. That means that uh, enjoying each other's company. That means that uh, laughing and laughter and. That, of course being intimate uh, in a way that you know um, that both of you feel feel uh, appreciated and valued. With that being said, I just wanted to just quickly share on that about uh, just relationships you know like uh, Central to every relationship are those questions um, who do I matter? to whom do I matter? for what do I matter? Is that how I want to matter? Should I change it? Are my needs being fulfilled? Am I fulfilling the needs of that person? If the needs have been clearly stipulated, do I really think I can be able to fulfill those needs? And if not, can we renegotiate them? Can we find some kind of a middle ground? Can we look at our circumstances and then just reevaluate whether or not that is the way to go? And then that is the question of what was my contribution? What impact do I have in this person's life? You know uh, what impact do they have in my life are they improving my life are they taking away from my life are they comforting me or are they bringing me grief are they making me are they giving me pleasure or are they always bringing me displeasure do we have some degree of harmony or are there constant conflicts and fights and i'm um, constantly operating at this high emotional tension because there is no harmony in the relationship you know these are the questions that we are asking ourselves and we have to look at all the time and the thing is um you know, if you are struggling to have this uh, kind of conversation, perhaps you might need a mediator. Perhaps it is time then to go for counseling. Perhaps it is time then to bring in somebody that is some kind of a relationship expert that can come and help to facilitate the thoughts, the questions, the conversation so that they can be common ground. And they can be, uh, at the very least, a good scope of interpretation where you have the same tools of interpretation so that you can come to the same meanings about what your relationships mean, what you mean to each other, you know, what you mean to each other, and where you're headed together. My name is Jabu Zwani. Thank you so much for watching today, uh, this uh, episode, or to listening to this episode of uh, a Relationship on Mindset Talk. Uh, mindset Talk, once again, is a talk or is a podcast that focuses on helping people to understand what are mindsets, how do mindsets form, what is the function of mindsets in my life, And how can you best create the kind of mindsets that you need to be able to live the kind of life that you want to live? So this is available on Google Podcast, on Spotify, on uh, Anchor FM, and also available on YouTube. So do subscribe to the channels and uh, do continue to tune in to figure out what it is that we have in the future. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Recording stopped.